Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Uh, look, obviously, as soon as I saw that, I flipped it to city administration, said investigate, investigate, investigate. Uh, so we'll see what comes out of that investigation. Well, this is embarrassing, isn't it? Well, let's be honest, actually, folks. Uh, our public art program here in Calgary has been a constant source of embarrassment. Maybe we at least like to think that, that somehow the silver lining here is that it's, it's our own little secret. We're dealing with this mess of a public art program uh, here in Calgary, but at least nobody else is paying attention. Sadly, folks, I can confirm that's not the case. Uh, In fact, a a lot of our high-profile debacles have made national headlines right across this country. Of course, recently we had the Beaufort Towers controversy. We have the giant blue ring. Most recently, of course, we had uh, the latest chapter in another ongoing embarrassment. Uh, This being that big, shiny ball that was uh, put outside the Genesis Center in the Northeast five years ago at a cost of $559,000. We just recently learned that it's going to cost another $180,000 to, quote-unquote, fix this public art so that it doesn't injure anybody. This was the piece of art uh, that had a reflective surface and was put right in the sun. And we realized that was a bad idea when the light reflected off the surface of the art and melted a hole in somebody's jacket. So it seems that we find new and innovative ways of really making this public art program into a joke. And I think, unfortunately, you know, one of the consequences of this is that people start to lose appreciation for public art itself. Now, it seems as though the vast majority of city council have kind of turned on the program as it stands hoping to make some changes. Is it enough to, to resuscitate any level of public confidence in all of this? I think now, given everything we've gone through, the idea of putting a single penny into public art is probably not going to go over well with a lot of Calgarians because we've seen just how it tends to be fiasco after fiasco after fiasco. But public art can add a lot to a city. I, I think public art is of value. And if done right, it can be a win-win for everybody. Unfortunately, we don't know what that's like here. Uh, The latest, and you heard the mayor allude to it, we are going to investigate, as he says. Investigate, investigate, investigate. Investigate this, now I guess it's relatively minor, $20,000 we spent on this art installation of the 4th Street Southwest underpass. Now it seems odd, doesn't it, that we're putting public art in dark underpasses, but I guess the idea of this is for pedestrians who walk by to see these photographs. Now, you can go to the City of Calgary website, and they'll tell you all about the snapshots public art installation was put there a couple of years ago. At least a Calgary artist was involved in this. $20,000 piece of public art, a temporary public art piece, it says, that has been installed on site to help bring vibrancy to the 4th Street Southwest underpass during the design and construction phases of underpass enhancement work. 
the piece is meant to capture notions of place and personal context. So it's a series of photographs, uh, and the photographs are kind of blurred, and each of them has a, a little message or a slogan on it. Like, I will survive. Another one says, I sleep outside. I guess it's meant to be impactful. Now, the piece is making news today, but for all the wrong reasons. Now, this thing blew up last night after a UK-based comedian took to Twitter to say, what the hell, Calgary? Looks like you got a picture of me in one of your underpasses. So what's going on here? Well, let's go uh, to the source here. Bisha K. Ali is a London-based comedian, uh, joins us today via Skype. Bisha, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. It's a uh, pleasure. Now, you're in London. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Currently okay. in West London. West London. You ever been to Calgary, by the way? Uh, not once in my <laughs> entire life, to my shame. You vaguely familiar with Calgary before all of this? Uh, not at all. I just happened to have a friend who was passing through. <laughs> okay, well, it, tell us more about this. So here you are in London. You've never been to Calgary, not really all that familiar with Calgary. And all of a sudden, what, someone tips you off about this this art installation? Essentially, yes. So um, when I was a teenager, I'm currently 28, I did a summer camp thing in uh, BC at UBC. And so I have a lot of friends who just are Canadian and live there. Um, I haven't spoken to this friend in a long time, almost three or four years. And yesterday he sent me a message saying, hey, I was just passing through Calgary. And I'm fairly sure I've just seen like a giant version of your face in an underpass. And he took a photo of it. And he was right. That was my face. Are you sure it's your face? Yeah, uh, 100% that is my face. I have checked with numerous people and the kind the story kind of escalated and now it's quite clear where the photo was sourced from. So I can point directly to the original photo that was taken and manipulated for the use that the use that the artist put it to in, in the installation. So yeah, well, did, did, I'm did, sure it's my face. Did they flip it around? It looks as though from what I saw, the picture of you and the picture in this art installation, like you, the hair part is on the opposite side. The other side. So they yeah, did. so they flipped it around, definitely. And we've noticed with a bunch of the other ones, because we've identified them all as UK comedians, uh, have been flipped. And we've sourced, we, we kind of did a bit of sleuthing and figured out that all of those photographs were taken from the Edinburgh Festival Fringe program, which is a big arts festival every year uh, in Scotland. And all of the industry, all the comedy industry, all the arts and theatre industry, we go up there and kind of showcase for a month. And all of the photographs that are used, um, we can directly link the photos back to the Fringe brochure of 2015. <laughs> well, and I've seen some of these these photos. Someone posted it last night. So the program uh, has the photos. These ones in the art installation, there's some <laughs> remarkable similarities. So just to be clear, now I'll let people know, we reached out to the Calgary artist. Uh, who's uh -huh. behind this project? We haven't we haven't heard any comment, but nobody contacted you, right? Nobody called you up and said we want to use this this picture of you in this this art installation. No, nobody. Um, and also, it was two years ago, so it's been up for two years. I've yeah. never heard of it before. It was just in passing, and I double checked with my friend who took the photograph of me, uh, and she certainly had not been asked permission for the rights to use her work. So I know for sure that none of us have been asked, and a lot of the other photographers who I've now been in touch with, and certainly a lot of the other comedians, it's come as a surprise to all of us. Right. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's not just you with, with your face in, in the photo, but obviously the person who took the, the photo would have some ownership on it. So who, who's the, the photographer? 
So in my case, the photographer uh, is a woman named Jade Adams. She's also a comedian in her own right. She's doing very well for herself. Uh, so she took my photo. Um, and there are just numerous other photographers. So Andy Hollingworth is another one who's a really well-known photographer here. He's documented so many different comedians um, and he's got a reputation for it within our industry. And definitely a few of his photographs have been used um, against, and he had no knowledge of it. Okay, so you were in contact, the photographer was in contact, and somebody you think lifted these photos off of a website or something like that and decided to use them in this project. That's what it appears to be. I, I'm not. I, I'm really nervous and unsure of accusing anybody of anything, but it's just so strikingly clear that the images are the same, and I was never contacted. So if I, even if I can't speak for others, I can certainly speak for myself and say I've never been contacted, and that is my photograph. And so what was your reaction when, once you saw this and once you became convinced that, no, that, that's definitely you? I mean, what, what was your reaction? Anger? Do you feel kind of like it's a violation? How did you feel? No, it's not, a lot of people have kind of assumed that it would be anger or, or that kind of reaction, but it really wasn't. I was more kind of bemused, to be honest. Um, publicity for a comic is not a bad thing. Um, and yeah. welcome, Calgary, to my giant face. That's fine by me. Uh, the part that started to frustrate me and that did kind of tick me off and make me a bit angry about it was that's a lot of artists' work. And there's kind of a code between artists. You don't uh, rip each other off. You support each other. You big each other up. You make sure that when you have press photographs, you credit who took the photographs, so that they have more work. It's a system. We're an ecosystem. Artists work that way and we bring each other up together. And by doing this and by taking public funding, he's really undermined all those basic rules that we have to take care of each other, make sure we thrive. And as you said, and you intro this um, conversation, it's got an, like a knock-on negative effect towards public arts funding, which I think is a terrible thing. I think public arts are great and when done right, are so valuable to a city. And I'm, it's really sad that all of this is kind of, I hate that I'm actually contributing to a negative light on those things. Well, I mean, I think th this needs to be called attention to. So if this had been done right, then if uh, whoever found these photos or thought that these photos were, were interesting, had come to you, come to the photographer and said, hey, you know what, we saw these photos, we think it would be great for this uh, art installation we're putting together, would that have been an issue for you? For, um, I can only speak for myself. For me personally, not a really huge issue. Sure, why not? It's interesting and it's fun. Um, but from what I understand, the brief itself, and again, that's not speaking on behalf of my photographer, but that's just have me having my face. I'm, I'd be fine with it. But uh, from what I understand, the brief that was set by the, um, we would say council here, but whoever did the funding, uh, from what I read, was specifically to reflect back the people of Calgary. And I can tell you for sure that the majority of the photographs are not people from Calgary. All right. Well, when are you going to get here so we can uh, get a, a picture of you next to, to this, this picture? <laughs> I don't know. As soon as your mayor invites me over, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, he's investigating, he says. We'll see what happens. Uh, in the meantime, bishakali.com. Folks want to read more about you or at least see what you look like. That's the website. And appreciate you making some time for us here today. That's my pleasure. Take care. Thank right, you so much. You too. Uh, there you go. That is uh, Bisha K. Ali, who's a, a London-based comedian. Not really all that familiar with Calgary, now suddenly at the center of a very Calgary controversy around this art installation. So she's pretty convinced it's her. Now, the face is kind of blurred. The part is on the other side, as she says. But what, what to me is so compelling is, uh, and I think it was uh, one of the other comedy clubs who got involved in this story, and so they went back and they found the, the program from this Fringe Festival. I think it was the 2015, right around the time that this uh, art installation was, was done. The 2015 Ed Fringe Guide, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. 
So we get the picture of Bisha Kali, which, aside from the part being flipped to the other side, certainly looks like her. But again, maybe it's not. What else do we have? We have Chris Betts. Well, there's the picture of him in the guide. There's the picture of him on the art installation. Certainly looks a lot like him. And you got Marcus Bergman, another comedian. Again, remarkable similarities. Sophie Hagen, also on the Fringe program. Another photo, more remarkable similarities. So is this all somehow a huge, enormous, giant blue ring-sized coincidence? Or what happened here? So this is unfortunate. And as she said, look, Bisha K. Ali loves public art, big fan of public art, doesn't want to, to come in and, and crap all over Calgary's public arts program or help turn Calgarians even more against it, if that's even possible. But this is quite the uh, fiasco, isn't it? And I suppose it's only fitting that uh, in a city where we've uh, really gotten good at turning public art into fiascos that we can add another one to the list. Our number here, 403-974-8255. What do you make of all of this? We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.